This is Ruthie G celebrating the 10th anniversary of LibriVox. Ten years, ten years, and still going strong. Giving our voice to the public domain. So join with us now as we all sing this song. Hugh McGuire, Kara Schallenberg, Maria Casper, Son of the Exile, Trisha G, Peter Wyatt. Twas twenty oh five when the first book was done, freely released to the public domain. Then more and more people found out it was, it was fun. And Dementor. John Greenman, Alex Foster, Corey Samuel, Anna Simon, Old Uncle Tom Cobley and all, Old Uncle Tom Cobley and all. By 2010 there were thousands to share, all the recordings of public domain, from Shakespeare to Austin, from Wells to Voltaire, the Brontes, Victor Hugo, Mark Twain, Henry Lawson, Louis Coppelius, Heinrich Heine, Old Uncle Tom Cobley and all, Old Uncle Tom Cobley and all. And each week had a large project galore. All our recordings are public domain. Over 6,000 readers and every day more. Estimate Simon Ivy, Elephant Year Old Ace, Jesse Hughes, Brenda Ramos, Billy B, Yolani Damaya, Old Uncle Tom Cobley and all, Old Uncle Tom Cobley and all. And over the years we have friends who have gone. Rejoice that their voices will always live on. Denny Sayers, Icy Jumbo, Cynthia Lyons, Alan Davies Drake, Ryfield, Lucy Burgoyne, Israel Radvinsky, Greg Marguerite, Dorothy Leader, Remembered with love, one and all. Remembered with love, one and all. Ten years, ten years. That's only the start. Did I say our recordings are public domain? So lend us your ears and we'll give you our heart. Hocus Pocus, Bill Chenevier, Marianne, David Barnes, Beth Thomas, Anne Boulay, Old Uncle Tom Cobley and Old Uncle Well, I suspect that mashup was rather more fun to make than it was to listen to. But yes, we're still going strong after ten years. The forum is still the most friendly of places. In the words of one user, I already knew that the LibriVox community was one of the friendliest and most helpful in cyberspace, but I am truly amazed at the dedication and willingness to spend time helping us beginners figure things out. So, here are some of those friendly people. G'day, listeners. I'm Son of the Exiles, and this is One Minute.
You know, people often say to me, how does one deliver a truly virtuoso performance of Shakespeare's soliloquies? And my answer is always the same. Why ask me? But in case you think that Australians lack culture and breeding, and may I just say culture and breeding pour out of us like sweat off a horse's neck, to help introduce you to the art of LibriVox recordings, we have Bachelor Number One. Say hello. Now, Bachelor Number One, could you give us an example of your technique? Hmm, that was either Now is the winter of our discontent, made glorious summer by the son of York, or Quick, Ranger Hammond, fire up the chopper, Sonny's in trouble. Oh, it was the latter? Skippy would be so proud. You don't have to be mad to be a LibriVoxer, but it certainly helps, especially when it comes to recording and editing. To those of you who think recording an audiobook is a straightforward process, I offer you some of our much-loved voices proving that sometimes it can be anything but. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox. And the heaven and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day... The phone rang. That all who heard him, the king included, broke out... Ooh, earthquake. Coming down with a sort of stage fever, he started out with a circus, then organized a stock company and played... Ah! Wow. What was that? Where was I? Oh, my freaking goodness. It's in French. Okay, well, I'll have to get help with that one. Bulgaria was stripped of her gains in the recent Balkan wars. Turkey was dismembered. <laughs> End of Act 3 <laughs> Just in time. <laughs> I hope he actually got an ice cream after that. And it sounds as if Lorianne has more than her fair share of problems recording. LibriVox is an excellent hobby for the amateur audiobook narrator. Anyone is welcome to record. Professional equipment and a recording studio are not needed. However, recording at home does present its challenges, especially if you do not live alone. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings. This is a LibriVox recording. This is a LibriVox. This is a... This is... This... What are you doing? Playing basketball. But eventually, everyone will settle down, and you will have time to make a calm and pleasant recording for LibriVox. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Happy 10th anniversary, LibriVox. And to all the readers, happy recording. And happy recording to you, Lorianne. It sounds a blast. And we have been known to suffer from the occasional Freudian slip. My chief trouble was the weather but the rain was driving so hard that the visibility was rotten, and I could see little in front of me, and Anna's little behind. And, uh, 
I could see little in front of me and Anna a little behind. But throw her forth to breasts. To breasts? <laughs> that wasn't right. That says beasts. One leading to the ground floor, the other to the brazier, the other to the brazierie in the basement. By this, mild patience bid fair Lucrece speak to the poor counterfart, counterfart, uncircumcised, uh, uncircumscribed. We've all done it. My moment of collapse was trying to pronounce Mrs. Boom without sounding like Inspector Clouseau. Here is one of our longest-standing readers, Peter Yearsley, Peter Y on the forums. Many of you will know his voice. It's hard to believe that I joined LibriVox in November 2005, almost ten years ago. My first attempted project was a solo, at which I failed abysmally. I had to convert it to a group project to get it finished. Then the first poem I read was uh, Jenny Kissed Me, because she did, on the beach at Slapton Lay, forty-five years ago. And then I slipped into ghost stories, which my deep and potentially rather creepy voice fits quite comfortably. Then, like many of us do, I dropped out of LibriVox. I was out for the best part of a year, until someone who liked the chapters that I read in that very first group reading asked Hugh Maguire if I would read all of the chapters for him, and I started again, and I've been at it ever since. I've been embedded in a heavy textbook on chemistry for about three years now. I hear a wind in the willows solo calling me, for a bit of light relief. I think we're all looking forward to that one, Peter. We all like to hear from listeners, and just recently, on Twitter, there was a tweet that really meant a lot to me. I asked him if I could include it in this podcast, and he said yes. Rich said, I think the LibriVox readers are a special part of the whole book experience, and linked to a blog post which said, out to put this into context, because there had been a rather less than complimentary tweet the day before. Rich wrote, I recently saw a tweet that said, Where do LibriVox get their audiobook readers? They may be volunteers, but they are also boring old farts with too much time on their hands. The more I listen to LibriVox readings, the more impressed I become. A while back I started to wonder if there was a large group of wannabe actors that I was unaware of that might fill their acting desires by doing readings. I was searching around for a reason that the readings were so good. When I listen, I am amazed at not only how well the reading is, but how well the voices are. I've snipped a bit here, but if you want to read the whole post, I'll link to it on our blog page. But since I came across LibriVox, the voices are part of the thing that really impresses me. I guess overall I would have to say I have a very different view from the original tweeter, I love the LibriVox readers. Keep it up, folks. Cheers, Rich. Now that's the kind of thing that keeps us recording and editing. Yes, some of us may have too much time on our hands, but often the readers are very busy people indeed, 
holding down extremely demanding jobs, looking after their families or studying. And anyway, what better way to spend that spare time than producing something that will outlast us all? And now, here is Maria Casper, Common Sparrow 3 on the forums. In the beginning, I read informative non-fiction. I read it in a steady, neutral, non-fiction voice, very much like the voice which you may perhaps be hearing at this very moment. I read on steadily, through sentences which contained multiple clauses, demarcated by semicolons and other arcane punctuation, wherein I strove always for the clarity of diction which might enable listeners to grasp such matter as primary parameters and judicial antecedents heretofore unexamined. But then, ah, a most wondrous and liberating invitation, the siren call of the weekly poetry project, and the theatrical lure of the dramatic works, and in tones of vibrating horror, ringing grief and sorrow, soaring heights of heroic hope, shaken by passion and drunken with sheer merriment, my voice ran wildly in new and <clears throat> heretofore unexamined directions. Thank you, LibriVox, for releasing the voice of my inner barking mad fairy godmother. <laughs> Note, for a complete explication of the phenomena of a barking mad fairy godmother, please see Cinderella, an Ibsenesque pantomime, coming soon to an internet location near you. End note. This has been a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are individually crafted, each one unique as fingerprints, released into the public domain to float free as fireflies for your delight. For more enlightenment, laughter, wisdom, and sheer joy, please visit LibriVox.org. I wonder if Hugh Maguire, when he first made that blog post ten years ago, imagined that in 2015 he would still be receiving begging emails from me asking for contributions to anniversary podcasts. He must dread August every year, I think. Here he is. Hello, everybody. This is Hugh, absentee founder of LibriVox and thrilled to send a little voice recording, which I haven't done for a while, in to celebrate our amazing and your amazing achievement of 10 years of LibriVox. It's hard to believe this little tiny project that was started uh, with just a hope and an idea to put together audiobooks in the public domain has grown into something so amazing and the thing that is wonderful about LibriVox is that it's really stayed true to the vision um, a vision that seems to be losing itself a little bit in the latter days of the internet age um, we really come from a time and a place when so much idealism was tied to what the web was going to do uh, and it's wonderful that LibriVox has continued as a beacon of that ideal on the internet 
and the web that we used to know and that has changed so much. Um, but LibriVox volunteers continue to do wonderful things for the good of the human race and out of love for literature. And once again, I want to thank all of you for the time and effort and dedication that you put into something that uh, is so near and dear to my heart and has made such a difference in the lives of all the volunteers and the millions and millions, in fact, hundreds of millions of people who've listened to LibriVox recordings over the years. So congratulations to all of you. You are all wonderful and amazing. And thank you so much for keeping the dream of LibriVox alive. Thanks, Hugh. And here's Mary from Arkansas, MHH book on the forums. Hi, this is Mary in Arkansas. For the 10th anniversary podcast, I thought I'd list 10 of my favorite LibriVox books. Perhaps something about them will appeal to other LibriVoxers, and you'll also enjoy listening to them. Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl by Harriet Jacobs, writing as Linda Brent. My first LibriVox download, a very impressive beginning. The Autobiography of Anthony Trollope. I read and enjoyed a lot of his books, so I wanted to learn more about him. The Warden by Anthony Trollope. I'd read this book years ago and enjoyed it once again. The Enchanted April by Elizabeth von Arnhem. This wonderful book was my introduction to this author, who is now one of my favorites. His Smile, a short story by Susan Glaspell. This was my introduction to this writer. She has also become one of my favorites. Lady into Fox by David Garnett an imaginative, odd little story that I really liked. The Flight of the Hawk by Sinclair Lewis, one of my favorite American authors. I was especially impressed with his descriptions of flying in the early days of aviation. The Treasure by Selma Lagerlof. I found this book very appealing. The Emperor of Portugalia, another book by Selma Lagerlof. Who can't like a book where one of the main characters is named Glory Goldie Sunnycastle? Moby Dick by Herman Melville One of those books I've always meant to read, but decided it would be too hard to tackle. Listening to the LibriVox version was just what I needed. Stuart Will's reading was absolutely perfect. That's it from me, and happy 10th anniversary LibriVox. Thanks, Mary. Some ideas to check out there. Now, Claudia did something a little different. This is something she rhymed to celebrate the anniversary after the tune of Ein Jäger aus Korpfalz. Come, let us celebrate that LibriVox is ten years old. Can you believe it, mate? Come, let us celebrate. Tra-la, tra-la, yes, LibriVox is ten years old, can you believe it, mate? Come, let us celebrate. Come, help us spread the word about our lovely audiobooks in the public domain. Come, help us spread the word. Tra-la, tra-la, there's thousands of free audiobooks in the public domain in the public domain let's make all public domain books available for free in audio format on the internet 
Tra-la, tra-la, come let's make all public domain books available for free, for you and me. If you would like to join, just go to LibriVox.org and get your own account, then sit down and record. Tra-la, tra-la, yes, joining us is easy and great fun, you'll soon find out. It really is great fun. Come, let us celebrate that LibriVox is ten years old, can you believe it, mate? Come, let us celebrate. Tra-la, tra-la, yes, LibriVox is ten years old, can you believe it, mate? Come, let us celebrate. Thanks, Claudia. It's always nice to hear how people discover LibriVox in the first place. Here's Greg Giordano. Hi, this is Greg Giordano. I live in Newport Ritchie, Florida. And I started out as a uh, listener on LibriVox. Used to uh, listen to a lot of stories as I drove for my job in particular. Caught up with a lot of literature, classics, and I uh, just loved it. My kids did as well. And one day I decided, hey, I could do this too. And I um, signed up and uh, have been reading since uh, 2012. I've recorded over 750 um, recordings. And I um, find that the best thing about LibriVox is that it's an extension of the family. I've worked with some great folks, learned from some wonderful people, very skilled and qualified readers and technicians and it's just been a wonderful time and i uh encourage anyone to come and join the librivox family it's uh it's a great place thank you greg here's mary in arkansas again with a message for you all i've been a fan and supporter of librivox since october 2008 like many people i discovered it via gutenberg.org which i found online the previous october being a fan of old books, each side is a perfect fit for me. My volunteering activity with LibriVox is somewhat sparse, but I make it a point to help with recording and proof listening at least a few times a year. I make a monetary contribution to LibriVox two times a year, once during LibriVox's anniversary and at year-end during Christmas season. If anyone else has enjoyed LibriVox and has the means to do so, I encourage them to contribute some money to the organization. Contributions to LibriVox are made through archive.org. When donating, please be sure to specify LibriVox as the recipient. The web address, all lowercase and forward slashes, is https colon slash slash LibriVox.org slash pages slash how hyphen to hyphen donate forward slash. A very happy... 10th anniversary to LibriVox, and I hope everyone else continues to enjoy it as much as I do. Thanks again, Mary. And here, in time-honoured fashion, I am going to pinch Corrie's introduction. The moment you've all been waiting for, whether you knew it or not. We used to sing this song way back in 
weren't here then. And so we thought that we'd sing this song again. Boom, 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 boom,